0: Rocco the sci-fi blogging cat alas
1: ah. <laughs> from underground sub-level 24 deep in area 51 hello and welcome to Talkcast 301 this week's edition of sci-fi saturday night enjoying a plate of corned beef and capers for the prevention of disease only i am the dome and it's delicious joining the Talkcast tonight some of the gang of five uh at some point, we're hoping that uh, Java will join us, but you never know. In the Revere Time Vortex, our technical anarchist, she's shrink wrapping solder points. Kriana.
2: Okay, I was holding the soldering iron when you said that, and <laughs> I was heat shrinking over the cord. You don't shrink wrap.
1: From the stacks of her personal space in the Dank Dungeon reading room and industrial film trailer review board, friend to robots and cats, that's Dr. Cats, welcome Zombrarian.
2: I actually um, am not in the reading room this week. I am just back from birthplace of robots everywhere, the American Library Association
1: midwinter meeting as everybody knows
2: yeah everybody knows that's where robots come from
1: (laughs) from a galaxy further and further away as time dilation insists it must be she's back she's here she's fun to be there please welcome sir sarah lady knight
2: i'm star wars trash star wars trash
1: why are you star wars trash
2: because the new movie is so fucking good
1: you realize you're about to start a fight. <laughs>
2: uh, yep. It's no, okay. because I'm not speaking to you. Okay. Uh, we are now, have, have friend broken up. We have friend broken up because I love the new Star Wars. No, I just said it's... I wasn't speaking to you. God. My God. Well, that's like really extreme because like the new Star Wars is what Star Wars should feel like. And also everyone is gay. Okay, but I usually think you're a really smart person and this hurts my face. Well, maybe you should watch the new Star Wars oh, before. No, doesn't exist. I can't watch something that didn't happen. So, sorry. well, I'm sorry, I can't help you. It's well,
1: we'll much. talk. We'll <laughs> have plenty of time to talk about that later, because we have a guest tonight, which is kind of something new for what? us. We haven't. What are we actually,
0: those?
1: We actually have a guest, and it's another guest that we met at at Rhode Island Comic Con, who was actually able to find his way over to our table, and. Uh, was actually being battered by the crowds at one point while we were trying to talk to him. It's Rob from Serenity Valley Outfitters. Rob, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thank you very much.
1: You know, Rob, you know, you, you've listened to our podcast and, and you decided to come on anyway, which I think shows great strength and, and really bad judgment on your part. So talk to us about Serenity Valley Outfitters because this is the source for quality survival and emergency preparedness supplies for the zombie apocalypse. I like emergently. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Serenity Valley Outfitters was actually uh, born out of a really bad day at work. Uh, I I, had about had it. I was fed up, and I came home, and I said, there's got to be something better. I've got to try something different. happened to be talking to a friend of mine, and he said, well you know, my buddies and I are trying to get rid of all this uh, merchandise we had from a business that we started that we've sort of gotten away from. And I said, well, okay, I'm intrigued. What do you got? And he was telling me about how this line of zombie apocalypse kits that they had started producing and just didn't know what to do with them. I said, wait a minute. I go to Comic-Con. I go to all kinds of festivals around. I I know what to do with these things. So long story short, I purchased a business from um, a bunch of former Special Forces guys, uh, retooled their kits a little bit, uh, given my experience in Boy Scouting, being an Eagle Scout, Scoutmaster, and uh, all-around outdoorsman, and developed our Zombie Apocalypse Survival Kits. Also good for any other mundane emergencies like blizzards, fires, floods, that sort of thing. Well,
2: and your extensive experience with zombies, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I live in New Hampshire. There's a lot of zombies around. Most you got a good of point of there. Us in, that, in that other state, but you know.
1: <laughs> so here, here's what scared me when you first showed up at our table. You know, I, I I'm listening to the spiel, and it's a good spiel, and you've got this really nice kit. And I leaned over to Zombrarian, and I went, "Survivalists, we can't do this." <laughs>
2: Run, and I, and I actually. We back to him and was like, "Oh no, never! These guys are always super creepy and never have a sense of humor." But then we asked you whether there were tampons in the kit, and he <laughs> said,
0: "Of course there are. <laughs> what good would it what good would an emergency kit be without tampons?"
2: And chocolate. Hey, what? And then we oh. pointed out to you that your emergency kit only includes enough tampons for like one Day. A day but you're trying, so we appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. I I found a more compact brand where I can actually fit four in now.
2: Woo, a whole day! (laughs) 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 You know those last for seven, right? Roughly.
0: I'm vaguely familiar with it, Uh, not from personal experience, but mostly from having things thrown at me.
1: Smart move. And the (laughs) other thing that kind of surprised us at that point was when Booking Monkey leaned over and went, he's a scout master," And I went, okay, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> so you took that, that whole scout thing and that whole survival thing, and what made you figure out to put the zombie spin on it to make it work for conventions and stuff? Where did that come from?
0: Honestly, the Walking Dead popularity. Uh, That's really it. It's a great marketing tool. There are so many fans out there. Um, They see something like this, and it it at least sparks some interest in them. Now, for me, I I like to try to translate that interest into some real-world knowledge and some real-world information, because it would be a lot better place, and honestly, a lot easier for people if they had a little bit of preparation in their lives. Now, I'm not saying be one of these preppers with your bunker and your all this and that. No, no, no. Just be ready. Um, I want a you know, the founder of... <laughs> Well, I mean, who doesn't? But, you know, you, you don't have to have one. You know, the, uh, the founder of Boy Scouting, and this is, this is something that has always stuck with me since I was just a little kid. Um, you know, he made the motto, be prepared. And he was once asked, uh, be prepared for what? And he said, eh, any old thing. And, you know, in a very nonchalant way like that. And that's kind of the way I feel about it, too. Um, you don't have to go to extremes, just have a few basic necessities to keep yourself going for, you know, some self-reliance um, and some, you know, just general self-preservation.
2: And I think, I'm. it was so long ago now and I was so hypnotized by the sea of people moving past us, maybe I'm not remembering correctly, but the other thing that you pointed out that made me a lot less scared of you. Um, Before, (laughs) number one was that you were a Boy Scout, but number two (laughs) (laughs) was that you were really stressing as a practical use for these um, natural disasters.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And this is something that... um, as, as, a, as a company, as a business, um, I'm working on, and actually in the, I guess you'd call it data testing phase right now, of a, a, a training program that I'm calling the Certified Zombie Apocalypse Responder Program. Uh, in it, we take the zombie apocalypse as our background setting, but then add in all of these everyday quote-unquote mundane disasters that can happen to us at any point in time but how different it would be during the zombie apocalypse for example you get a flat tire on a deserted highway Uh, how prepared are you to spend the night in your car uh you you know you have a fire at home are you ready for that uh those sorts of situations the everyday sort of emergencies Except we talk about zombies along with it. And it makes it kind of fun and interesting in what could otherwise be kind of a boring, dry subject.
2: You know who so, are the most prepared people ever? Who would Size that be? Boy Ladies with giant purses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I'm serious. absolutely they are. No, absolutely. I'm serious. Yes.
2: I'm so serious, guys. You're, you're all laughing. He's serious, and I'm serious. No, I'm also serious. Because, I feel that. You know, we keep all the shit in there. We have a sewing kit, we have a first aid kit. The shit goes down, we got painkillers. You know, whatever <laughs> happens, we're... Right. Moms? Moms are fucking prepared.
1: Yep. No. They should I call will it Boy in there. They should
2: call it Mom Scouts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, having, it... having been raised by several women with large purses, definitely I have to agree with you.
2: But now, besides... Tampons, which we joked about for a really, really long time. I don't think it's a joke though. (laughs) Like that's a serious deal. I still, I still advocate that a reusable, like a moon cup, in an emergency situation, is better than like let me just bleed all over everything. But Um, sure, I think anything in that situation is better than bleeding all over everything. Exactly. Let's talk some um, more about our periods here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. No, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> move away from that because I know we have some listeners that are like. I mean, like it's just blood, guys. Now. What's the big deal? It's true. That's um, the other reason ladies else? are the most prepared, what especially what moms. There are other really cool things in this kit, and cool, I want like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Like what?
0: There, there there are a number of cool things in there. Um, one of the coolest that people really groove on is this rechargeable flashlight, and it's a hand-crank rechargeable flashlight. You just give it a couple of squeezes. It's got uh, a couple of LED bulbs in it. It's bright. Uh, A charge on it lasts 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending upon your usage, and all you get to do is squeeze it again, and bam, it's ready to go. I
2: feel Um, like I read too many Duluth Trading Company catalogs as a child (laughs) because
0: that does not
2: sound special to me. Yeah, I think I have (laughs) one of those in my
0: car. Well, uh, I, you know what? The next time we talk to him, um, and, and to just digress for just a moment, imagine that, um, at Rhode Island Comic-Con two years ago, uh, we actually met Seth Gilliam in his first appearance just before he uh, you know, started, on the, or as he was starting on The Walking Dead. And uh, my friends and I just started talking with him and whatnot, um, started following him on social media, ran into him at a couple of more conventions, just hung out, talked and everything. Well, now he has one of those flashlights. And I've asked nice. him to try to have it show up on the show. So, if you see Father Gabriel with a hand squeezer charged to a flashlight, know where it came from.
2: Now, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. No. Is this person on The Walking Dead now? Is that what I'm yep. supposed to be getting from this? Yes. Yeah. 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 That show is still on?
1: It yeah. is. Yes, <laughs> wow. yeah, okay. that show is still on. Okay.
2: But now. Yeah.
1: But there's a few people that still like it.
2: Oh, I. Wow. Okay. Today I learned. All right. Scenario. We get yeah. trapped in outer space. What do we right.
0: do? What like, do you What do? in,
2: what <laughs> in your kit can help me when I am trapped on the International did S- you, Space Station? Sombrero,
0: did you not well, see for starters, there's, uh, there are packets of water in there. It's purified water. Um, and that will keep you hydrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in there is a food bar. And, and that's exactly what it is. It's a food mm-hmm. bar. It's comprised of food, edible material, protein, and vegetable matter, essentially squished That's together. I wouldn't call it- uh, I do not know No. you it's probably do t- But you know what? It'll, it'll keep you alive. It'll is keep it, you alive. Okay, be truthful for a minute. Is it bugs? What's that? What? Is it,
2: is it bugs?
0: Crickets or because
1: whatever? Because the protein in bugs?
0: Oh. oh, absolutely! There is something in my protein bar. Yeah. Okay. We can get into survival foods if you N- want. No, but, no. You well, know.
2: uh, well, I mean, <laughs> we can do that and blood at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could. There's a lot of things like that you could do. I wouldn't necessarily recommend them, but you know. Um, but. Yeah, you know, other other materials in the in the kit that are pretty cool. Uh the little first aid kit. You know, everybody needs something for the little boo boos you get, whether it be uh, something like a short for your finger or a gunshot wound, you can probably treat it with what we have in the kit. Um, the other thing that I put into my kits that you don't see in a lot of others is a personal hygiene kit. Why? Well, Because you like to be clean every once in a while, and if you're trapped somewhere or headed for an evacuation shelter, that sort of thing, you at least have some materials to keep your community. Um, We also include, you know, some other fun things like glow sticks. Uh, Those work great for light sources, flares, signaling, that sort of thing, Uh, and a radio. Uh, It's a simple little transistor-type radio, but enough so that you can get the news and uh, find out what's going on in the world uh, in whatever particular disaster you're in or, you know, where the zombies are attacking next.
1: Now, my recollection was that you had kits in two different sizes, a large and a small.
0: Indeed. Indeed. We do have a larger kit. Basically, it has uh, more materials to it, uh, more water, more food, a larger first-aid kit. Uh, and also a collapsible shovel, uh, essentially a, a military entrenching tool. So it can be used not only for a shovel but an axe. It's got a, uh, a serrated edge to it, so you could use it as a blade if you need to. Um, it has okay, uh, you the could larger kit. Not only has uh, with that. absolutely, it would make an excellent zombie killing weapon. I love it. Uh, in both the small kit and the large kit, there is a, uh, a multi-tool, sort of like a Leatherman type tool. Um, and in the larger kit, I also put in a Swiss Army knife. Uh, there's also rope and a few other things, a uh, portable, excuse me, uh, a one-person emergency tent is uh, in the larger kit as opposed to just the uh, just the survival-type blanket. Uh, both kits have ponchos. There's one in the smaller kit, two ponchos in the larger kit. The idea being that the larger kit could be used for one person for approximately a week or two people for... Forty-eight to seventy-two hours.
1: So, if if people are looking for this to to buy yeah. it, w- uh, is it available on your Facebook page?
0: We have a or, uh, is a Facebook your website presence, currently? Uh, Serenity, out? Yeah, yeah. Serenity Valley Outfitters on Facebook. We also have a website that is currently under construction. Um, unfortunately, uh, I have to work a real job as well, so I just haven't been able to spend as much time on the website as I wanted to. Uh, But, uh, just keep watching for it. It is svoutfitters.com We've got some stuff coming up there. Uh, I have uh, one of my friends is going to be modeling our uh, kits, and uh, we'll have some new pictures up there. I also have a couple of testimonials that will be up shortly. One of which... Uh, is from someone who got this uh, kit for Christmas as a gift. He happens to be a medic on a military uh, helicopter. He's mm-hmm. gone through the uh, survival training and everything, looked at the kit, and given his training, he evaluates that he could use that kit for two weeks to survive in any situation. Nice. So I, I was pretty impressed the with that. One? And <laughs> the little kit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, that's military training. It's a little more intense. They do a lot more with rationing and so forth, and a lot more discipline than your average person. But I was still pretty impressed. With uh, he seemed to think he could go two weeks on that. And
2: at least last until you find a good berry bush to camp out at.
0: We've been that playing a lot of Don't Starve. Sorry,
2: whatever.
1: Uh, <laughs> I got. You. So in the coming, uh, where are you going to be in the next couple of months in terms of conventions and things?
0: Well, uh, we are definitely headed up to the um, Bangor uh, Comic and Toy Convention in April. Uh, We're also that same weekend, we're kind of splitting our time and heading down to Wilmington uh, to the um, Comic-Con event that's been going on there. after that, I'm uh, not really sure. We're not booked in anywhere just yet. Next fall, we'll be back at Rhode Island. Uh, we're looking at booth space for Rhode Island. We're also go- definitely going to be at GraniteCon uh, in the coming year.
1: All righty, Very good. Well, we will so see we're you looking there, forward... Yeah, absolutely we'll see you there. So the good news is you can survive the zombie apocalypse. You can, in fact get hand sanitizer when you need it and and Serenity Valley Outfitters are the people who can help you with it and if he really wanted
2: a bunker he'd build you
0: one I mean not like you personally but like that would definitely be an extra charge for that but yes I could definitely help (laughs) you with that
1: awesome All right, we'll talk later Rob thank you so much for joining us thank
0: you very much for having me on
1: it was a pleasure, and, and uh, you scared us when we first met you, but we grew to like you. No, you're never <laughs> so going to see, you so so see
2: crickets the same way again, Dome.
1: I guess not, although they are crunchy and delicious. <laughs> rude. <Perfect> sound effect. <laughs> so rude. Right? Oh, you, you, you didn't think I knew that's where she was going to go with it, but that's okay, because we know how much fried crickets... Are delicious.
2: Only if you dip them in chocolate.
1: Okay. Well, you know, Merry Christmas. Crunchy
2: outside, squishy inside.
1: (laughs) And while we're busy with that I'm done. The news. (laughs) No more cricket talk? Else in your mouth, not in your hand? (laughs) <laughs>
2: I'm leaving. I'm the fuck out of here. Bye, guys.
1: <laughs> so, Sarah, you uh, saw what? a movie. You saw, you uh, saw like, a, a movie. movie?
2: Yeah, I, like, left my apartment and, like, went to see it. Okay, so here's That's what hilarious. happened is my first day of work, Uh, my boss is, like, so... Uh, we've rented out a theater for Star Wars, and you have a free ticket, so... cool. And I was like, oh, alright, that sounds great. See, that's hey. a different reaction than I would have had, which would be, I quit. <laughs> well, whatever, I'm gonna I, ignore you. I mean, you, you know, different strokes, I guess. I never understood that yeah. saying, but... I, yeah,
1: but I don't you know. But you just did it thank you. I did.
2: Anyway, so I went to go see Star Wars, and Star Wars, I, it was really good. I was really surprised because I wasn't expecting anything at all. Um, and I loved it. I loved it so much, it has rekindled my
1: love for Star Wars. Um, it's just slightly tamped down your hate for J.J. Abrams?
2: Yeah, actually. I mean, like, Lascity. I will never <laughs> forgive him I will never forgive him for Star Trek. I, there are many things that I'm like J.J. Abrams. What are you doing? But it's clear yeah. that he loves Star Wars in a way that he does not love Star Trek, and it's also clear that the writing <laughs> the writing room was I think four women and three men. So. I'm reminded of one uh, my friend tweeted when Jessica Jones. When you finish watching Jessica Jones, that this is what happens when you let women do stuff.
1: Damn right.
2: What happens when you let women do stuff? The star of the movie is a is a girl. I mean, she's a woman. She's like, it, she's she's the Luke Skywalker of this movie. How would you know? She's still not on any merchandise. Um. Well, they're okay, and that's my news is that they're finally giving us toys of her, although not really as many as I would like, but still I, I already have two toys of her I've got a Funko and I have the Disney Infinity figure, because I am Star Wars trash um, <laughs> I'll endeavor but, to forgive you for this Okay, thank you, I really appreciate it Um but really hard In the second wave of Star Wars toys, they are endeavoring to include more toys of Rey so we have, like, a nerf blaster, she's in some sets, she's got a lightsaber, we get her gun. I mean, can we just talk about how fucked up it is that it's in the second wave? And she's yep. a character? It is. It is absolutely fucked
1: and up. And the rationale for doing it was such garbage.
2: Yeah. It's always garbage. Everything the is ration-
1: gar- yeah, the rationale for doing it was they didn't want to give away any spoilers in the first um, wave of toys. Cool- no,
2: it's we didn't think girls actually for reals wanted this, and oh shit, we fucked up. Yup. Yep. Well, that's what it was. Yeah. Also, it, they could not have announced more prominently, hey, Kylo Ren is the bad guy, you guys. Right? <clears throat> like, so much. Like, there's so many toys of so many of the other characters, and it's like, but... What about the fucking main character of this goddamn movie? No? Okay. Fuck you. Can we talk to for a second, though, about my anger at T-Turtle? Because they are art-thieving bastards. What did they do this time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no, like, no, no, stealing no. art. No, they're just art-thieving bastards, but... The art they thieve is so cute. Right? Oh my gosh. Have you seen the BBFFs forever? Where yes. it's little baby Wren snuggling little baby BB88, and you're like, yep. oh my god, I want it. And then oh. you realize you can't have it because they're art thieving bastards. Yep. yep. I know. It's so upsetting. I'm so sad. Forever. Or you could not give a more. fucking buy it anyway. No.
1: Well, that would be you.
2: I will buy direct from artists. No, I, I've already I, I bought don't care about said t-shirt. Who wants to guess how many um Star Wars things I've bought already? 18. All okay, right, wait, let's see. Uh 5 6 7 8 I guess nine, more than
0: that.
2: 10 don't 11 12 I would say probably 15 to 20. So wait, do we both So one. Yes. <laughs> All right.
1: Yes. How did you win?
2: I always win.
1: You said 18, and she said, I might have 15, two, 15, 20. 15 to 20.
2: 220. You said more.
1: More than 18.
2: Right, and it could be less.
1: Well, it so could be. Basically, so nope.
2: what Dome did was he completely and totally prices righted you.
1: That's right, and played the over under.
2: Right, but and you screwed yourself because you went over. No, because she said 18 to 20, or 15 to 20. She said this was Price is Right rules anyway? <laughs> guys, guys, it's okay. We all lost. Let's move on. We've all lost. <laughs> Where J.J. J. Abrams is concerned, we all lose. <laughs> the only one who is worse than J.J. J. Abrams, don't. <laughs>
1: Where are we talking about George? Where, or where or George are you going George? with that one? Oh, come on. Who
2: is it that I hate that's right on your list the, right Well, George? see, I'm not
1: going to deal with that. Because I'm going to tell you how cool it was that Neil Gaiman uh, once did a, a short story with some artwork uh, showing Neil Gaiman, uh, showing, showing David me. Bowie as a superhero using uh, Final Fantasy artist uh, Yoshitaki Amano. Wait, wait,
2: wait. So who did this?
1: Neil Gaiman. Oh, Neil Gaiman.
2: But he didn't because you don't use an artist. An artist is not a tool. An artist is a person. uh, In collaboration with even. Yeah, you don't use a person. That's that's not really what you want to say there. Second of all, I'm not sure if I dream this and I don't have a link, but I remember reading the other night that Dirk gently got picked up for a full season. That cannot be right. Did anyone else see that?
1: I hadn't seen anything about that.
2: Okay, maybe I was hallucinating. Let's look it up.
1: Go ahead. I am. Go to Google, because that's where you'll find the answers. To literally, Fine.
2: I'm going to go to Bing, just to spite you. Hey. You know where you find me
1: to Bing.
2: You're only doing that to yourself, though. That's right. I'm only hurting myself? Yep. <sighs> oh, two days hey. ago, BBC America... I didn't hallucinate it. Really? (gasps) Yes. BBC America has ordered eight 60-minute episodes of Dirk Gently. Wow. Produced by AMC, IDW, IDW, and ID8 Media. Yay. Cool. That's exciting.
1: That's very exciting because uh, stuff.
2: The, The BBC came out with one not too, too long ago that was pretty fun. Well, and this is the BBC again. No, it's BBC America. It's not going to be the same Uh, thing. Okay. But BBC America is the one who does Orphan Black, so I trust them. Fair. Do you? Because, like, I have not. We still have never finished the first season of that. But it's so good. But it's so good. It just got so tedious. It didn't get tedious, it got upsetting.
1: Oh well, no, it's not a pleasant series. K, what yeah, I
2: mean, I thought it was tedious. If you were going for upsetting, that is valid, but not my opinion. I love Orphan Black very much.
1: Well, you should because it's a terrific show.
2: Okay, good.
1: So my question to you, Sir Sarah?
2: Yes, what I do?
1: Yeah, nothing yet. <laughs> but my question Wait to you is, it. whom is Mrs. No. Nope. Jarvis?
2: What? No, no, it's not whom is it's oh.
1: who is. I want to say whom.
2: No, it's you're wrong. That, that would be incorrect. Who is? I don't oh, care. Um, oh, okay. I'm uh, sorry. Okay, so what confused me is that I have a really good friend whose last name is Jarvis, and you segued into that really quickly, and yes, I was I did. just like, "Wait, what the hell are you talking about?" But you're talking about Agent Carter. Agent, why are? Why is everyone white except for one black guy? <laughs> because we <laughs> promised you more diversity. Look, we gave you a black guy. Yay! No, no. Did I did I not see um Angie literally kicking someone in the face in the teaser that I saw? N- no. No, Probably you didn't. I saw Dottie, because Angie is only coming back for a dream sequence, which is hella gay. <laughs> just just because we're in California. Hella gay. Um, but sadly I, not gay enough.
1: But and I thought also, it was more than one dream sequence.
2: I hope so. God, I hope so. Um, I, mean, got a I larger hope so, system, and I like, hope it's very a- confusing. Yep, I hope it's also very gay. Just just make it gayer. Just, just. I was watching um, the first two episodes of The Expanse with my roommate yesterday, and I just looked at her and I was like, "What are they going to make it gayer? So I watched that's... the first like half oh, I... of an episode before Zombrion made me turn it off. Yeah, it's very confusing so far. But anyway, so we're finally gonna meet Jarvis's wife in uh, season two of Agent Carter, and it's really What's exciting. His name? What? Who? Her? What? What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? I, I okay. was making a joke. Never mind. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't get it. It went over my head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm excited because we get, like, actual canonic Jewish characters, which is...
1: just kind of cool. Yay! Good.
2: It's great, and I'm excited about it, but I'm also like, still not enough, guys. Still not enough. We are Jews underrepresented? Um, well, I feel like they're not really talked about, but, like, un- I would say... Do I have to say... be offended by that, too? God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's something that's, like, <sighs> It's a good thing, but I I would say that it's not something we necessarily have to focus on, um, unless it's, like, talking about uh, bigger issues in general in terms of anti-Semitism, but I feel like it's not necessarily one of the issues of specific representation that, um, like, obviously it's important. But there are more important issues right now, like people of color, and, and gay people, and gay people of color, and trans people, and trans people of color, and all of that and fun all stuff, that stuff, which... Is great. that the
1: hierarchy? Because I get confused.
2: Um, there isn't a hierarchy, don't really, you know? Yeah, okay. there really isn't one. Um, we but... don't play <laughs> Oppression <laughs> Olympics here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Yeah. But currently... Um, uh, yeah, so I'm just... I'm who's disappointed. winning! Me, also, I'm winning! Straight white men are winning, yes. I'm wondering (laughs) if, um, by more diversity, they meant this Jewish character, in which case, I will flip a couple tables. Uh, Yep. Well, no, this Jewish character and a black guy. We gave you a black guy. Um, There's not a single named black woman in the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic and TV universe that I can think of. Except... for in Jessica Jones, but she dies. So a single living black woman. Uh, I Storm, I almost was like Marvel? um Storm, but
0: but that, that's about I about the the one.
2: Yeah. Who? That was Storm too. Yep. No. Because I mean, in Jessica Jones, we have Luke Cage's dead wife. Spoilers. Right. See it, but she is dead.
1: So she's she indeed dead. dead. Yes.
2: She is, in fact, the source of Jessica's guilt. Hey, well, one of them. I mean, she's got a lot.
1: Well, thank you for that but spoiler.
2: Are we representing white guilt here?
1: Maybe. <laughs> no.
2: She has a lot of sources of guilt. Mostly, she just hates David Tennant because yep. he's and that is not the source ten of guilt. anymore, and that's fair. Yeah. But. I'm very disappointed that we have- I'm excited that we have a bunch of great new women for Agent Carter season 2. I am very, very disappointed that they are all white. Every single one of them is white. Also there if- There weren't that, any people of color in that time period, Sarah. at um, Excuse Don't me? do you know anything- uh, only white people existed until like ten years ago, when all people of color just suddenly burst into existence. Yeah, they came like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, we're here now, um, and we would like to be represented. Yeah, but, like In your hip hop videos and only your hip hop videos. Right. Mm-hmm. So we respect that. Yep. Um. Also, you know what makes me really sad? What the. Um, the woman who worked at the fake telephone company who sat on the very end, who was amazing. Oh, yeah. And I forget her name, but she was just such an amazing background character. I'm sad that she's probably not coming back because... She is. Oh, she is. um, One of the main photos... um, I can't... It's not in this article. Um, Let me see if I can find an article so we can post it. Um, But she's in one of the, um, a bunch of the main photos, season two cast photos, sorry, I'm trying to, like, type and talk at the same time, um, oh, that's awesome, cast photos, I hope they, I hope they make her even more awesome, yes, she is so great, she's adorable, let's see if she's in this photo set, um, anyway, we can move on, I'll post the link when I find it, yay, the best,
1: let's move on to people
2: I hate, oh, no, wait, we already did that,
1: yeah, we've been we've been we've there. So
2: that. Humans exist in the world and Kriana is angry about that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> keeps me awake. Um and with that exhaustive list of people Kriana hates You know who I didn't hate? <laughs> who <laughs> who didn't don't you
1: hate? I, I can't who wait to hear it? this one. God don't okay.
2: ruin my segue.
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
2: David Bowie. Ooh. Yeah. That's just oh Yeah. Yeah. I did not hate David Bowie; I loved David Bowie.
1: I think anybody who who appreciated what he brought, to both music and and film, felt the loss this week. Yeah, so, absolutely. Brian and I may have watched Labyrinth last night, and I may have watched The Man Who Fell to Earth last night. So, yeah, there's that.
2: Well, somebody had to.
1: Wait, that's that's to that falls in probably one of my top 20 films.
2: Has to be someone's.
1: Absolutely had to be someone's and it's mine. You can have it. And anybody want to fight me on it? Too bad. Nobody does. Literally no one does. I also listened to Diamond Dogs and The Way to Work. I
2: mean, maybe if Illustrator X was here, he might, but he's not. Too bad he's not anymore. It's yours.
1: Not like he hasn't been invited back, but you know what?
2: That right. dick. I'm. I mean, really nice person. Who we miss, and that's why we're angry. He's not bad.
1: That's right. Damn. Damn his eyes. Uh, you're not as good
2: at being angry as I
1: am. I don't ever want to be that angry. <laughs> can I just say that? You right. Can at least
2: put some effort in. I'm
1: God. putting as much effort in as you're ever gonna get. So much
2: like uh, Kylo Ren triana gets her attraction to the dark side from her mom's side of the family (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh who made a topical joke
1: nice
2: i'm so proud Uh, it would be funny if it weren't so
1: true so let's segue right into the emma watson book club i dare you somebody anybody
2: sombrarian you like emma watson and books Yes, but I didn't read the article Neither you did. did I. <laughs> oh. Well,
1: what um, we she know has about a book this?
2: club. It exists. Um she
1: It's on Goodreads yeah, actually. Yeah, she announced
2: the first book. I don't remember what it was, but it
1: probably, glorious I, I, my probably life I probably
2: wouldn't read it. So, yeah. what is the basis of what is the plan for the book club? Come on. It's it's a feminist, feminist club. club. Awesome. I'm joining yeah. it right now on Goodreads.
1: Right now, it has 64,000 members.
2: Well, then she'll definitely notice that I'm joining. Yep, absolutely. That's how things work. Yep. Yep. I think so. so. While I do this, someone entertain me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then.
1: As, As Jezebel states, the only thing missing from this virtual book club Is wine and
2: really add that on your own? Honestly,
1: yeah, just bring it. I think probably could. I think you probably could. Yes. You know, we were complaining earlier about the lack of diversity uh, within the Marvel universe, and uh, it doesn't look like they're going to really change that much. In, in, the, in the set of movies, Did they're talking expect about, them to really well, you know, you, they had an opportunity to with Avengers Infinity Wars. Which one because, is that? Has that come out so, yet? It, no, oh, it comes in out. many years. Uh, part one is in May 2018.
2: Oh, wait, not Joss Whedon, not watching,
1: no, definitely not Joss Whedon. There's no question right, about that. So,
2: definitely not watching.
1: Well, that's another thing you will miss. Yep. But the point of Infinity Wars was that there was going to be a whole new infusion of Avengers uh, characters that we it's hadn't the seen. White dudes, right? And well, it's even worse than that because uh, everybody's got to play the who's actually dead game. Because comic uh, books uh, have this insane way mean, of doing. That's
2: de- what you think is worse than another room full of white dudes. Uh,
1: absolutely.
2: You need to get your priorities checked, I guess. Cause... No. Yep. Yep. Is uh, It true. Yeah. It true.
1: Yeah. We will see. Or not, uh, as the case may be. <laughs> Uh, it's your case, maybe. yeah. That is
2: right. What are we even talking about? Do you guys even know anymore? Avengers Infinity Wars.
1: Which is phase four of the Marvel Universe sunscreen. Do you even
2: sunscreen. know anymore? Or were you just asking me?
1: I'm confused. <laughs> uh, anybody else have anything they want to talk about? No
2: listed off stuff i thought people would like no no one no one's gonna go for the maggot story Nope. no Nope. Nope. no no, no.
1: Right. no. 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 no and i haven't seen shanara yet so i don't really want to talk about something i haven't seen right
2: but i thought you know our listeners might have if they have they could email in and tell us what they thought
1: well they can yeah i mean you know it's
2: but tell them what they can I, email to tell us about
1: well, Shannara uh, Chronicles of Shannara is uh, the newest uh, Terry Brooks fantasy novels uh, being put on MTV, and I guess I didn't realize it was MTV, but okay, it took bits. That's uh, a thing
2: that happens.
1: That, that's a strike right there. And Sarah, you said so you wait, you'd actually. So you're telling me see
2: though he's hardcore? not dead.
1: No, Terry Brooks is, is well alive. Yeah.
2: No, I have I started watching The Expanse. Oh. Yeah, not Shannara. Uh, I, I mean, they, I, uh, um, they're totally different. One is space and the other one is not space.
1: So... i glad
2: we got that cleared up. <laughs> <sighs> I do what I can.
1: I do what I can. Nicely done. Thanks. So, yeah, if if somebody has actually seen this and has an opinion on it, I'd be happy to hear it because I haven't. <laughs> it's as simple well, as that. Well, my roommate's
2: going to watch it, so I'll let you know what she thinks of it.
1: All right. Well, that works, too. So, Kriana. What do we got coming up in the next couple of weeks? I don't know. Hang
2: on, I'm checking these last strand of lights, and guess what? They lit up to the end, and there's thirty-eight of them. All right, I sorted things. It's done. It's right. <laughs> Hi, so proud of you. I'm pretty proud of myself, to be <laughs> fair. Hey,
1: do we have we have something special going on next week?
2: Yeah, we have legendary author Tracy Hickman coming to tell us about a super-secret announcement that I can't even tell you who it's... I, I might be able to tell you who it's coming from, but I'm not going to.
1: Because okay. technically we can't until next week.
2: I don't know if we can or not, so I'm going to just play it safe, okay?
1: And who else is going to be on next week?
2: Um, I'm looking at the calendar right now so that I can tell you that it is... um. Amacha Pandya to talk about her artwork.
1: And she's awesome going to talk artwork about her artwork. that I've
2: never seen, but I'm sure it's really cool cuz someone thought it was here. I think. It would be it me. Sir it was Sarah, you. It me. And then on the 30th Melinda Snodgrass of Star Trek Renegades is coming to talk about her new book. Sir Sarah? Yes. So, now I get to say that Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic-Con, Granite Con, BooksandBooze.com, and ComicArthouse.com. Visit ComicArthouse.com for the best deal. Stop typing so loudly on original art from dozens of your <laughs> favorite artists. <laughs> Tonight's outro music provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. Check out more of their grooves on LawrenceMadeMeCry.com. Tonight's intro music provided by Rob Watts. Find more of his creations at RobWattsOnline.com. Dome. You know,
1: the funny thing about pneumonia is, like, just as you're getting ready to talk, it's archaic. I want to thank Rob for, for letting us know just that long. And the woman of a few words here and there. Sumber, thank you. And continuing her own personal galaxy quest. Thank you, Sir Sarah. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is Dome saying Terry and Jeannie. Shared penis lesson, shared joy increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night.